Welcome back, everyone, to Countdown Travels Podcast. My name is Susie. I'm a cruise addict and travel agent, and this is episode 12, my cruise review of Freedom of the Seas, you guys. This is one that I don't think I'm ever going to forget. It's been a while since I've been able to record. Travel is back. It is back. Have I said it is back? And now there's several protocols that have changed. So a lot of unvaccinated people can cruise now. And so that just means that you have a very, very busy travel advisor. But I want to talk about this one. This is a, a really important podcast because I'm sure I've shared before, if I haven't shared here on the podcast, you will always get real reviews for me. I am not paid to go on these cruises. This is honest and raw and sincere information of things that I go through when I'm cruising. And this is a review of Freedom of the Seas, which is a ship in the Royal Caribbean fleet. So why did I book this cruise? We had decided to take a cruise on the MSC Seashore, a family cruise, not a work cruise. And I really wanted to maximize my stay in Florida because I live in California. To fly out to Florida is quite a journey. Not only is it like, you know, a whole day process for us on the West Coast to go to Florida. In addition, it costs money to fly out there. So I wanted to do as much as I could in my stay in Florida during the summer. I sell quite a bit of the short cruises, the three and four nighters with Royal Caribbean. From Miami, you have Freedom of the Seas. And then from uh, Port Canaveral, you have the Independence of the Seas. Those pretty much are the ones that are doing the short cruises right now. Are they going to be changing in the future? I have seen other ships that are going to be doing that itinerary for 2023 moving forward. But for now, those are the two ships that they have doing the short Bahamas Coco Perfect Day at Coco K stops, right? So I wanted to try that ship class out. I'd never been on a Freedom class ship. And, you know, I piggybacked uh, on the MSCC short cruise with this one. And so my son and I were booked to cruise on Freedom of the Seas. And we had a two-day lapse between the MSCC shore we spent two days in Miami and then we boarded this cruise. And this was towards the end of July this summer. I know it's taking me a while to record this podcast. So anyways, we um, get on the ship and, you know, the price was great on this one. I did something that I never do. I booked an interior room because I didn't want to spend a lot of money on this one. I was trying to like, I was trying to make my budget work and the pricing was just good. I think I paid around $800 for a four night cruise for my son and I. And I wanted to also give the interior stateroom another try. I've only cruised in an interior stateroom twice in my 20 years of cruising. So I've been able to, I did an interior many, many years ago on Monarch of the Seas. If any of you guys remember that one, please leave me a comment and say, Susie, I cruised on the Monarch of the Seas on whatever platform you're listening on. And it was awful. <laughs> there was four of us in an interior stateroom and it was it was pretty insane. Um, the only other time that I've cruised in an interior room and at this one I actually did like, it was on Ovation of the Seas. Last year in October, I went to Alaska and it was a virtual interior room, still one of my favorite rooms because it was square shape. A lot of rooms on cruise ships are rectangular shape. This was a square shape room, huge bathroom for being an interior room, 
felt really roomy, just really comfortable. I slept amazing. So this was only my third experience in an interior room. Okay, so let's talk about why is this one a special cruise. I'm going to get into it, what really happened. And if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you already know what happened. But let me backtrack. So we got off the MSC Seashore. We spent two nights in Miami. We met up with my friend Yashi, who lives out there. We kind of did a little bit of sightseeing. We just went out to eat. We did a little shopping. And we disembarked the MSC Seashore on Saturday. I had to test. Back then, they were still testing to get on cruise ships. I had to test negative to board the ship on Monday. So the minute we checked into our hotel on Saturday, my son and I both tested negative. Yay, like party. We're going to go on another cruise, right? By, I would say Sunday, I wasn't feeling like 100%. I was tired, okay? I had no other symptoms other than being tired. And I was like, okay, I hope I don't have COVID because I'm just feeling really tired. No other symptoms except just feeling super exhausted. I tested again on Sunday because I was so paranoid. I'm like, what if I do have COVID, right? Test negative again. I'm like, all right, you know, like we're good. Monday morning comes around and I tested again because again, I was just feeling kind of weird. Like I didn't have fever. I didn't, nothing special, but I was tired. I, 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 don't, I don't know how to explain it. I just felt drained. I tested again that morning because my, our friend Yashi was taking us to the port and I didn't want to like expose her if I was. Nope, I was negative. So we get to the port. Our friend dropped us off. It was my son and I embarkation was a breeze. There was no lines. I literally think it took us 10 minutes to get through the port. And as all like normal, you know, just like every other cruise, you know, you when we board the ship, I think we boarded around 1130. Our rooms were not ready yet. So you go and have lunch in the Windjammer. We hadn't had anything to eat that day. So of course, we're starving. It was pretty packed. It was I remember walking in and thinking, oh my gosh, there's so many people. You gotta, you guys have to remember, like I, I've been on like 15 or 16 cruises since the restart. In the beginning, once the, but right when the cruises started up again, it was so um, empty. The ships were so empty and now it's like, we're back to normal, right? So we walk in, we have lunch. I'm exhausted and it's only 1130. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, why do I feel like this? So I usually, usually like when we go to the buffet, we then go explore. You guys, I didn't want to do any exploring. I didn't just did not feel good. And it was hot. It was hot that day. So I told my son, I'm like, let's find a place to sit and wait until our room is open because I don't feel good. So we went to the cafe promenade. We found a table in the very back. It was like not a lot of people there. It was perfect. It was cool. And um, soon they make the announcement that our rooms are ready. So we went to our room and all I really want to do is lay down. I mean, we, it was just, I was just, I don't know what was going on. I just didn't feel right. For dinner, we went to the main dining room. We had dinner. I wanted to go see the ice skating show. Again, the only parts of the ship that we saw between the minute we got on the ship to dinner time was the um, Viking Crown Lounge. It has a new name now, but it's in the very top of the ship. We went up there for a little bit. We went to the sail away party for a little bit until it got too hot. And we went to the promenade deck and the schooner bar. That's it. Like we walked it down the Royal Promenade once. 
we went to dinner. After dinner, I told my son, I said, I can't do anything else. We got to go to the room. By the time dinner was done to the time I got into my room, I was so cold. I, I was like, something's wrong. I had the worst chills ever. I tell my son, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's wrong. Like I have the worst chills. I knew at that moment, I'm like, this has to be COVID. Like I just did not feel right. And I was freezing in a way that I've never felt before. So I take a Motrin because <coughs> I had taken some over-the-counter medicine. And one thing I did take with me, because I've learned from traveling during the pandemic, is to always have a, a COVID test with you. That morning I woke up and I was like, yeah, I did not feel good. I knew something was wrong. I knew I had COVID in that moment. I took the I take the test. I had one of those Binax Now AG, the ones that you do, the proctored ones. Well, I had one with me and I took it and immediately came up positive and I'm like, crap. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, what do I do? Okay, so I know I can't be around other people because I'm not gonna like walk around feeling like this. Do I just stay in this room? We had an interior room. We had just boarded the ship. You guys, it was Tuesday morning. We were gonna be on that ship until Friday. What do I do? Do I stay in my room and have my son who was feeling fine go and get us food and we just stay in here? How do I explain to my stateroom attendant that I might have COVID or I'm sick or whatever? Do I tell her? What do I do? What is the right thing to do? I knew in my heart, I knew what I had to do because that's just what I need to do. (laughs) I called the medical facility and I knew at that moment what they were going to tell me. They were going to quarantine me. I, I, having, having seen other people do it, I knew that that's what was going to happen to us. So they tell us what to do. They're like, put on your mask and come immediately to the medical facility. I thought they were going to send someone up to test us. They didn't. They told us to come down to the medical facility. I believe it was on deck one. Our room was on deck nine. So we had down, put on our masks and I'm already thinking, oh my God, oh my gosh, I feel so awful. I feel so awful. <coughs> we immediately get there. We talk to a nurse. He tests me again. He's like, yep, you're positive. Your son is not positive though. So at first they're like, oh yeah, your son can stay in the room. And I'm like, mm, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm like, um, my son's not going to be without me. He's only 16. Like, mm, yeah, that's not going to happen. And then they're like, actually, he can't because he's a minor, but your son's negative. So unfortunately, he's going to stay with you. And I'm like, well, it's just a matter of time before he gets it if we're going to be together in a room. But at that moment, I said, you're not, they tell me, they're like, you're not allowed to go back to your room. So luckily, you guys, I'm so happy I did this. And I highly recommend that any of you do this. We packed our clothes in packing cubes. So I, luckily I had not unpacked everything and what I did unpack was in packing cubes. So they tell me your son can go back with our staff and they, he can pack your stuff up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank goodness. I had everything nicely organized is all that I'm thinking. Cause I'm like, ah, can you imagine people going through your stuff? So this is a little bit of advice. Like if you're traveling, take packing cubes and leave your stuff nicely organized in your room because you never know what's going to happen to you. So our son goes back and I stay there until um, he comes back and, you know, he's ready. And then they take us to the red zone. The red zone on the ship was located on deck two. We were very close to 
Studio B, which is the ice ice skating rink on the ship, because I could hear, we eventually figured out that we could hear the music at night from that room. The room we were given on deck two was an ocean view room. So this is a window that does not open, which was an upgrade, right? From the interior we had. So kind of liked having something to see outside. And, you know, we were, we were treated really well. I, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate the medical staff on the Freedom of the Seas for the sailing because they asked us, do you need medicine? They gave us some over-the-counter like cold medicine for symptoms that I was having. I was having a mild fever, definitely a cough that I still have. So today is September 29th and I still have a lingering COVID cough. I kid you not. You know, I think I had definitely had a runny nose. I remember that. Um, and they're like, do, what do you need? Let us know. Um, so what happens at that point is that you're removed from the room that you booked. You're put in the red zone. We were the only ones down there, the entire cruise, which is kind of crazy. It was kind of eerie because all the other room doors were open. We had a room that didn't have carpet. Usually every single room on a cruise ship that I've been on has carpet. So that was kind of different. All the movies on the TV were free. So all the movies that sometimes people will have to pay for are free. And um, room service. We had room service, three meals a day, anything that we wanted, we could order. They would check in on us, I kid you not, at least four times a day. Are you guys okay? What do you need? Bring us whatever it is that, that, you know, that we needed. I even... I kind of did ask them, I'm like, can I get a vanilla latte? And they're like, no, sorry. And I was like really bummed. But they did bring me Diet Coke and regular coffee and anything that we needed from the room service menu. One thing that I did learn after the, we were there for what, four days, um, was that for dinner, you get to order whatever they have in the main dining room, which is kind of cool. And I was like, oh, this is kind of nice. So we stayed there until Friday. Uh, Yes, my son ended up catching COVID from me. Um, he was honestly like an amazing trooper through all this. Uh, he, his symptoms were a lot milder than mine. I don't know if it's because, you know, he's he's younger and has a better immune system, but he definitely did not have as many symptoms as I did. So to summarize, I don't have, a, I don't have like a really detailed review of the ship because we didn't get to do anything. I kind of want to redo. I need, I need to go back and get on that ship again. I don't want to go through that again. Even the Royal Caribbean treated us amazing. I All I thought about you guys was all those crew members and people that had to quarantine for longer. And my heart just really goes out to them because by Thursday, I was desperate for outside air. I don't know what it is. Even though I could see outside, my anxiety started building. And I was like, I just want to get out of this room. I need to, we would just walk out to the hallway just to like get some quote unquote fresh air. It really like broke my heart to know that crew members had to go through that for much longer. And so many crew members had to do that with no, you know, views of the outside world. Like it's just insane and crazy. And it kind of gave me a little glimpse of what they went through. And my heart broke, like even still talking about it, it just really makes me sick to my stomach that, you know, you go on a cruise, whether it is to work or vacation and you, I put myself in the situation. I am by no means blame Royal Caribbean. I didn't get this on a Royal Caribbean ship. I didn't get COVID on Royal Caribbean. I got it on my other cruise. Uh, We traveled with 
two other couples on that MSCC shore cruise. And out of the, there were seven of us, four of us ended up getting COVID. So it, it was just spreading this summer. I, <coughs> I don't blame any cruise line. I really honestly don't. It's a matter, it was just a matter of time. We're all kind of city ducks. And it was the first time I had gotten COVID. I had not, I thought I was going to like survive this pandemic without getting it. Nope, that did not happen. I got it. And I'm okay. I do feel though that, you know, I don't try to put a lot of my personal feelings into this, but I, I do feel that being vaccinated and boosted helped me out. Cause I'm wondering like how bad this really would have been had I not, and it's kind of it's kind of scary. I mean, I did have symptoms for a long time. You know, even after coming home, I had symptoms, and now I still have a cough. I cannot get rid of this cough. And it's we're almost in October. It's just kind of nutty. That was in July. How long this lingering cough is lasting for? So I'm not blaming anyone. If anything, I'm so so grateful for Royal. I'm so grateful for their crew, their medical staff. Everyone was just simply amazing. And you guys have already been on several cruises since that one. And I'm getting ready to go to Europe with Virgin Voyages next week. So it's not, I don't have fear. I don't, I don't get scared. I mean, if anything, like, I'm just glad that, you know, I was well taken care of. I didn't have to pay for my visit to the medical facility. They even reimbursed me for some of the days that I was quarantined. I mean, Again, major kudos to Royal Caribbean. I seriously love that brand. You guys know it's one of my favorites. And I'm so thankful that it did happen on one of their ships. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy that we're both okay. And I think we did the right decision at the end of this. So I just wanted to share with you guys my experience of being quarantined on a cruise ship. And do I want to do it again? Probably not. Um, but you know, it happened and I learned from it and I feel like it really created a bond between my son and I, because we spent so much time together. I mean, it's, it's an experience while it wasn't ideal, but I think it's an experience that him and I will always have that connection. It's something that, you know, my son's getting ready to graduate high school soon and to be able to have, to be, do you, to be able to have given that time with him and, and a very isolated place like a cruise ship cabin. I don't think, you know, it's like we joke about it. We watched so many movies and I'm just so, I'm just so blessed that I had that opportunity with him. So something good out of this, right? So I hope you enjoyed this <laughs> very not normal review. You guys, there's a lot of uh, cruising happening for me for the rest of the year. Like I've already mentioned, um, I I'm, I got invited to this love, po- love Boat premiere with Princess Cruise Lines. So I'm going to LA in a few days to do that. I will uh, do a podcast about that because I think that's so cool. And then I am boarding the Valiant Lady from Barcelona uh, next week. And I'll be in Texas in November, the Prima, the beautiful Norwegian ship from Miami. I mean, I can I'm gonna, I just need to tell you guys, like, I'm so excited. Wonder of the season, December for the christening event. So there's a lot of amazing cruising coming up. Thank you guys for um, staying here with me on this podcast. Please leave me a review if you'd like. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any questions. 
And again, you can follow me on social media. I am Cruise Yes Please on Instagram and Cruising Susie on TikTok. And I hope that you enjoyed this very not normal episode in my podcast. And again, my name is Susie and you guys, I will see you soon.